This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hi everyone, this is Paul Simpson, manager at Carlisle United and you're listening to the Blue Army podcast. My name is Jamie Devitt. My name is Maddie Robson. My name is Chris Miller. My name is Paul Anderson. My name is Mark Boyd. Hello. My name is Derek Combs. My name is Toby Show Silva. My name is Greg Abbott, and you're listening to the Blue Army podcast. Enjoy. Oh, hello. Hello. Oh, I can hear Liam, but Max's microphone's muted. Oh, hey. Hello. Hey. <laughs> there he is. And Liam's just like, I don't know if he's dropped out and reconnected or something. I'm still here. I just. I've there must be something wrong with my camera. What's going on? Is the, what's the weather like over in Mary Port? Like? <laughs> Just the usual windy and rainy. Yeah, I mean, you might have... <laughs> we'll see how we get on. We'll see how we get on. It's not, you know, it's not too much of a harm. I mean, the sound's fine. I, you just can't see myself. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, maybe it'll figure itself out. I don't know, hopefully. Yeah. Is it not just like a simple, like, you know, just slide the thing across and then, you know, we can see you? Yeah. No, I'll just, I'll just leave it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, no worries. I mean, like, you know, um, I, I'll, I'll crack on with things. I'll crack on with things. Alright, lads. How's it going? And welcome back to the Blue Army podcast. This is, of course, episode 148. And I am absolutely buzzing to be joined by just the two men, two-thirds of the guys that I like to call the Cumbrian Brain Trust. I'm joined by Max and Liam. Are you doing, lads? All right? Yeah. Smashing, mate. Thank Great you very much. Awesome. Awesome. You know, we're without Wills for this one, so I'm sure he's going to be focused on the Burton game. That's going to be happening um, in just about 40 minutes uh, from the time of this recording. So... If people out there think we're going a little bit quickly, it's because, well, basically, we want to watch the Burton game. Um, so <laughs> we, uh, we might be able to wrap this up in about 45 minutes and we'll, and we'll see how we get on, lads. We'll see how we get on. But uh, before we plough on uh, through the show and the twists and the turns and the traditions that we have around here on the Blue Army podcast, and at the start of the show, it can only mean one thing and one thing only. It's time for the Blue Army podcast joke of the week. I think he's trying to. It's the Blue Army Podcast. Right, get in, lads. Here we go. Here we go. 
Did you hear about Barrow Library burning down? Back to the Barrow jokes. <laughs> well, no. they lost both their books, and one of them wasn't even coloured in yet. <laughs> <laughs> worth oh, it, yes. worth it every time, worth it every time. <laughs> uh, we'll plough on. Um, I mean, Liam, you know, you're going to have to do uh, a lot of heavy lifting this time, as it's the part of the show where we all get to find out. What's been happening here? What's been happening there? In the league, one roundup with just Liam this week. I know. Um, sad times without Will, but um, you know, I hope <laughs> I'm doing proud. Um, and the big news coming out just today is that Reading have been docked two more points, which you know. If you'd have told me that a good few weeks ago, I'd have been ecstatic. But, you know, at the minute, it doesn't really mean anything for us. Um, but in terms of the rest of the League One kind of relegation fight, you know, if you're a Cheltenham fan or a Charlton fan or something like that, uh, they've been dragged right back into it, being on 36 points, cutting their um, gap from the relegation zone into just three points instead of the five they had. So, you know, and look, they've got a much, much better goal difference than Cheltenham, who are just below them. But... um. But yeah, um, that, that seems to be the big thing. And it's another example of a club being run very, very poorly that, um, you know, it might end up costing Reading if Cheltenham continue their good run of form and manage to pull out of the relegation zone. So, is, I mean, like, is that it for Reading? Is there going to be any further punishments? Or is it sort of like, well, if they carry on the way they're going, there probably will be if they keep missing, you know, payments and stuff? Um, I, To be honest with you, I'm not, I'm not too sure. And I don't think anyone is. That's that's kind of the problem. Okay. Um, You know, you look on the um you know the news for like, there's like a reading news like forum thing and the top post is i'm sick of all this and and just that's it um you know <laughs> it's really not going well for reading at all um but yeah look i think i'm just reading about it now um yeah it it it's not it's it, it looks like there could be more um and i think the fans are very much pushing for um, the club to be, you know, um, saved by a new owner before they end up inevitably being um, wound up and put into administration. Yeah, they've just been sort of abandoned by the owner, unfortunately, and um, you know, terrible position to be in for the fans, obviously. Yeah, is there anything else, Liam? That's about it. Um, I I just like to add to that that they were also given a hundred thousand pound fine on top of that. So um yeah it's it's it ain't looking good for them but yeah that's the big news of this week really is that you know Reading look to be a bit in the bin if not this season then it looks like they're in for you know dire straits next at least okay okay so there might be a knock on effect yet to be had at Reading uh, I don't think that two points is really going to you know down and out them at all um I don't think it's going to have too much of an impact but uh, at least we all got to find out what's been happening here. What's been happening there? In the league, one roundup with just Liam this week, mate. Just you know, just 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 Liam. No, he did okay. You know, he, he, flesh, he fleshed <laughs> solid, it out. Solid, solid performance. Solid performance, you know. And uh, I mean, you know, Still someone who's <laughs> you know, you didn't let Will down at all. Don't worry about it, man. Don't worry about it. <laughs> but no, no, a, a man who's a constant, a consistent uh, performer is a man I also have to apologize to because Max, it's the one time 
I just couldn't think of a rhyme. It's Max's million pound idea. Go on, lad. Thank you very much. Well, I can't take much credit for the segment because, you know, most of them are sort of entries by the listeners and, and the people on Instagram. So, you know. But I'll I'll take the credit if if it's there. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, you organise this <laughs> segment after all. You know, you got you put the ideas forward. Well, they they well, that's very generous of you to to admit. Um, so this this week, um, we've got an idea from Cupcake Linda zero five. Um, it's more sort of stadium based things. So it says, roof on the waterworks, giving people the option to go there on match day. Or give more allocation to the away fans and give them the waterworks. Either way, we get more use out of it. As annoying as it was seeing Bolton celebrating it, it was good having all four sides of people, four sides of the stadium full with people, especially for scoring goals at that end. I mean, that's a, you know, you can imagine away fans welcoming that, but you know, it's not going to be a Bolton every week, is it? They're not going to. Get, it's not going to get filled out every week. That's the issue, isn't it? Well, I think like there's a lot to be said for sort of mapping out the stadium in a better way to create a better atmosphere. Like definitely, um, and I would say like the Waterworks End is a really good start because there's not a lot of football teams that allow away supporters in their main stand. Basically, I know it's like a bit that's overlooking the pitch, yeah. but like it's just a black tarpaulin between the two groups of supporters, and not a lot of football. You want to isolate, you know what I mean? Like it's it's an old school tactic. Yeah. It's like one of those kind of things. We want to isolate their supporters sort of from your supporters, and also. Because the Warwick's so sort of like far away from the away support, and the Warwick's definitely the more vocal, um, like sort of like yeah. supporters in the stadium. You'd want to do something to encourage those supporters to be nearer uh, the away fans. So you'd you'd want to have like that maybe that away end becomes yeah. like a like a like a Carlisle Ultra stands or something like a Carlisle Ultra section. Like it's like advertised like something like that that sounds cool. Yeah. You can be an Ultra member for a certain amount of money. There's an Ultra bar at the stadium, and they, you go there and you looked after, and it's a proper culture. Do you know what I mean? It's not about violence, yeah. but it's about loving the club and being that extra bit more passionate maybe than other people and I think like some people might you know you're going to have to migrate from the Warwick eventually because it's going to need improving so like there's going to be a moment where the Warwick's like completely unusable um, so you're going to have to give them somewhere to go so while the Waterworks is closed now it's probably a good shout to to get it revamped, to get it ready for away fans. Because especially if we're going into League Two, there's not many teams in League Two that'll pack out the waterworks yeah, and we're not gonna miss absolutely. out on that much allocation um and that much revenue, I don't think. So yeah, and just get people used to having that section and make it something. I mean it's more of a planning for the future kind of thing, isn't it? Yeah, you know, but it yeah. could be done as soon as next season. Do you know what I mean? It could, the, the changes yeah. can start happening. It's just about like I said, mapping the stadium out a little bit smarter to create the atmosphere just a bit more and make it a bit more yeah, I mean, like a I saw a um, vlog from a Cambridge fan and one of the comments he made was that it was a very weird looking stadium because all of all four sides are completely different to each other and that yeah. is something that I hadn't really noticed to be honest before but it is, it is true he's right yeah um, yeah it's absolutely right um, yeah and as for the as for the ultra section I think we'd get a lot of stick for having an <laughs> Having a self-proclaimed ultra section, but you know what I mean. You don't have to call it. Just call know, it like, yeah. <laughs> Fox, Fox's business section. <laughs> no, it's a good idea though to try and get those people to move out of the Warwick and uh, you know 
go a bit closer to the away fans. That is another topic which has been brought up before that I haven't read out yet. But yeah, definitely, definitely would improve the atmosphere. I think it'll have a big part to play, like a big part to play. Um, is, yeah. is that is is that the what, is just one idea this week you're going to tease us with? Yeah, I'm going to give you one idea. It's it's one idea from now on, um, because <laughs> you know it's. But until until I think of uh, another um, sort of sec segment, so yeah, by all means, send in your ideas for segments or, you know, give us a new idea. Definitely, definitely. I mean, like we're go we're going to be bringing back FIFA higher or lower in the summer for for like a yeah. tournament style uh, uh, dealy. Uh, it's going to be fun. Uh, it's, it's almost like a penalty shootout thing. It's one person versus another thing. We slightly changed the rules around FIFA higher oh, or yeah. lower. Um, but it'll be a lot of fun. It'll be a lot of fun. And uh, yeah, you know, we're always trying to come up with like new segments and stuff. We don't want things to get stale around here. So send in those ideas, uh, you know, to, to all the comment sections where you normally send your match reactions and that kind of thing. Uh, Max, thank you very much. But, uh, you know, I have to no apologise. I'm really sorry, mate. Because it's the one time I just couldn't think of a rhyme. It's Max's million pound idea. Well done, mate. Consistent, you know, consistently good, consistently good, you know. I mean, it's someone else's ideas, but you're picking them, you know, you're plucking them. <laughs> I'll take credit for plucking them, yeah. <laughs> and uh, once again, thank you very much for your ideas. Keep sending them in. Uh, lads, we'll move on to some Carlisle United related news and we'll kick off with some soft X Blues news. And it's the news that former Carlisle United captain and cult hero Danny Granger is set to step down from his role at Workington Reds at the end of the season. It has been highly rumoured uh, that he's first in line for the new head of youth uh, development role at Carlisle United. Um, Liam, you're somebody that's seen Workington play a few times this season. There's three lads on loan at Workington at the moment. Uh, they're all featured this weekend in Workington's win. Uh, obviously, the idea is to keep Workington in the league uh, and starve off any kind of relegation um, sparks. So, I mean, it, who can you see stepping into that seat at Workington Reds, you know, from your sort of like little bit of knowledge around the ground that you know? Well, to be honest, I, I can't claim to know too many managers at that level, but um, the new kind of assistant coach in Jamie Devitt has to be kind of mentioned, I think, unless he comes to Carlisle with Danny Granger. Um, and you mentioned about the relegation threat there. I think we're getting pretty safe from that now. Yeah. Um, and, and I think that's almost why he's announced he's leaving now, because it's almost like they're in a position now where they can't really go down, they can't really go up. Um, yeah. you know, he's stabilised it. Nothing can really happen. Just enjoy the rest of the season with him while they still can, because he's got a promotion on his CV now. Um, but yeah, I, I think Workington are the type of club who would like to promote from within, and I think maybe Danny Granger or I, I can't for the life of me remember his other assistant coaches. Two that of them. Um, one, yeah, yeah, one of them too. Um, I think he'll probably get the job. Yeah, yeah, because I reckon I reckon Jim Nichols at Carlisle City would turn it down because he's too big time. <laughs> <laughs> he wouldn't get interviewed. <laughs> I mean, he's got promotion on his CV and a county cup. Um, you know, just uh, Granger's got a county cup as well, didn't he? Won it last year with Workington. Yeah, he, he did that game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's a county cup as well. County cup. There's nothing to be smacked out when you've got a team as difficult as Carlisle United to negotiate in that cup. You know what I mean? So it's, uh, it's an achievement mm. for any other team apart from Carlisle to win it. In my opinion, yeah, it is to be fair. 
Yeah, it's it's you know it's not the easiest cup to win. Uh, it really isn't. And uh, as Carl United have proven uh, so consistently <laughs> over the years, <laughs> uh, they, you know, can't even deliver us that little bit of silverware, unfortunately. Um, someone who might be delivering some gold uh, to Carl United's doorstep in the very near future is Jared Branthwaite, a gentleman this weekend. He scored a vital goal for Everton uh, on their campaign to also uh, survive relegation. Uh, they earned them a draw against Brighton. It doubled his Premier League goal tally for the season. And as we always do, gentlemen, there's a running theme and a fun game here on the Blue Army podcast. <laughs> we like to speculate about the valuation of young Jared Branthwaite. It's been rumoured, lads. It's a 20% transfer um, sort of profit clause coming back to Carlisle United. Uh, as a part of the as part of the deal, uh, so uh, yeah, I mean, what do you think the valuation is after doubling his Premier League goal scoring tally? Max, you look like you're deep in thought, mate. I'll kick off with you. <laughs> um, yeah, so I can't really remember what I said last time, but I'll I'd go for somewhere in the region of sort of sixty to seventy, probably. Um, but obviously, a big part of you know it's big factor in that is going to be whether he gets selected in the Euros I think and how he plays if he does play that'll be big that'll be big it's been rumoured that it's Real Madrid and Man United that are going to be the two main teams fighting it out as for his uh, signature Liam how much would you say that signature is going to be worth this summer Um, probably about somewhere between 60 and 70 million 60 and 70 million. Okay, you're playing it safe. You know, you're right in that you're right in that ballpark where Max has just landed in. Uh, but, you know, it's probably a wise position to go. I'm going to go higher just because of the two teams involved and the stupid money that they're willing to pay for players. I'd say Jared Branthwaite is currently worth 80 million. Just yeah. because it's one well, of them. Maguire, that, you know, Maguire went for that, didn't he? Exactly. So Man United have paid stupid money uh, for worse. And so, <laughs> well, see. Oh, yeah, my 60 million immediately goes up by about 10% if it's Man United paying. <laughs> it is English tax as well, which is another thing. Yeah, exactly. That is a very true thing. A very true thing. Um, but yeah, they seem to be the two main teams interested. I think, like you know, if it wasn't for Everton, then Liverpool would also be interested because you need somebody to replace Van Dijk in in, in the future. Um, but yeah, yeah. well, well it might be if they get a new manager in and he says he wants um, Brantford. I don't see. think it'd be that controversial, really. He's no. not from Liverpool, is he? So it's. Yeah, I don't think it will. I think it will be in Merseyside for a little bit, but like, yeah. I don't think it's like a massive thing. No, I don't think it'll be like a massive thing. I think the two clubs could agree a transfer. It won't be to do with the two clubs. It'll be more to do with the the shtick and if whether or not Jared's willing to take it. But being a West Cumbrian lad, yeah. he probably he probably doesn't mind. Um, you know, he's he's, he's got thick skin, um, yeah. as well as. It'd be hard to uh, turn Liverpool down, wouldn't it? <laughs> It would be yeah. hard to turn Liverpool down there. Yeah, I think it would be. I think it would be. Um, but that's always fun, lads, to speculate on that. Uh, we'll move on to some sad news, unfortunately. And it's the news that a man described as the most talented and gifted player to ever play for Carlisle United, Stan Boyles, has passed away at the age of 75. He played for Carlisle United during the 1971 and 1972. He moved on to Queen's Park Rangers, where he became an absolute legend and described as the best player to ever wear the blue and white hoops um so at 75 years old i thought to go out to uh, sam boyle's family of 
course, uh, an absolute Carlisle United legend. Um, in other Carlisle United related news, it has been announced that on March the 23rd, and the home fixture being Stevenage, uh, Carlisle United will play host at Brunton Park to the One Carlisle, One Community event, where we'll see ticket prices slashed to £10 for adults. Uh, so once again, that is going to take place on the 23rd of March uh, it's the home game against Stevenage uh, and the tickets are going to be just £10 for adults so get yourself down there and uh, I'm sure it's going to be well worth it. We, you know, we all hate, hate, hate Stevenage uh, if you're a Carlisle United fan. Uh, they're a horrible team <laughs> to play against and it's a horrible manager uh, that they have in charge. Yeah, I was going to say, we don't hate Stevenage, we just hate Steve Evans. <laughs> Did you see that meme of him? Like He was like celebrating with his fans and it was like uh, as it, like the, the zip the zip on his coat had the strength for the whole course, something like that. He was like trying to like <laughs> pump his fist and like it just looked like his coat was going to rip off him. Uh, it looks funny, man. I'll have to find it for you. I'll have to find it for you. Um, but yeah, you know, that's really positive news for Carlisle fans who want to save a little bit of money on the 23rd of March. Uh, gentlemen, we're going to move on to play everybody's second favourite game. But before we do that, we're going to have a few words from a couple of our sponsors. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. Picture the scene. All of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. All right, gentlemen, it's time to play everybody's second favourite game. That's right, it's time for True Blue or Not A Blue. And because Will's not here, I've gone for the most recent edition we've ever played on record. It's <laughs> True Blue or Not A Blue 2000. And two. That's right. <laughs> That's right, lads. <laughs> two thousand and two. Le- Liam, how old were you in two thousand and two? Um, minus two. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, it, just to give people some perspective, <laughs> basically, you know, it might be. Uh, uh, it, to me, I remember it quite well. And I remember all the names, but obviously, you know, to, to other people out there and listeners, it's still a bit of a challenge. Um, and it's, uh, you know, it's time to play, gentlemen. You know, you know the aim of the game. You know what the game's all about. It's of course trying to find the red herons, the players that weren't a part of the Carlisle United 2002 squad, and being able to label them as not a blue. And find the true blues, right, lads? It's time to play true blue or not a blue. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> the first name on the list is Luke Weaver. Oh, um, um, I feel like we're gonna get none with Will not being there. By the way, I know. I haven't heard. <laughs> I haven't heard. Oh, of Will would have been playing this on Championship Manager, like <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, he'll have been able to, you know, even smash these this. people. Yeah, instinct is no true. Our I instinct think it's is true. true yeah. yeah. It's in true for Luke Weaver. 
Okay. Yeah. It's correct, lads. Well done. Luke Weaver was a goalkeeper of first choice uh, for Carlisle United during the 2002 season. Uh, lads, the next name on the list is Alex May. Um, um, I don't think so. Yeah, I'll. I think we'll go with not a blue. I'm going with Never not a blue. Him. We're going with not a blue. And you'd be correct, lads. Well done. You're doing oh, okay so far. Unsurprisingly well. Record. Yeah. You're going up really well so far. The next name Just on the try list. Just try and sound confident. People will believe you. That's that's the, <laughs> the way to go. That's it. Just going to keep going quick. That's it. And just rip it off like band-aids, all the questions. <laughs> Stick with your instincts. So Lee Madison. Lee Madison. I don't think this one's right either. No, I think, I think it's... Um, I think it's not a blue. Yeah. Yeah, not a blue. Right, so we're going with not a blue, lads. It is a blue, I'm afraid. I'm sorry about right. that. Lee Madison was a blue. Uh, he was a left back for Carlisle United. The next name on the list is Lee Andrews. This one's not true. Mm, yeah, not a blue. I feel Same. like there's going to be an Andrews as the fifth one, maybe. Yeah, a different Same. Andrews. Not a blue for Lee Andrews. And you'd be wrong again, lads. I'm afraid oh, the Andrews was God. a blue. And in fact, he follows us on Instagram, the Blue Army Podcast. Oh, he, might be, he might actually be listening. Sorry, Lee. To this. <laughs> <laughs> might actually be listening, yeah. <laughs> but uh, no, wrong again, lads. Unfortunately, it's a two out of four. Uh, let's see if we can end it on a high note, though. The last name of the list is Lee Burns. So many Lees. I, I mean... The last two have been true blues, so just going off that. But I think he's blue. maybe saw that there's three blees <laughs> and put them all in. Oh, right, yeah. Like, you know, we've got about five different Joshes in the squad. Loads yeah. of Jacks, loads of Jacks. <laughs> I, think this, I think this one's true, but I'm fully prepared for him to say that it's not. So, so what should we say then? I, I think true. True blue. True blue then. We're going with true blue, lads. <laughs> It's not a blue arm of Oh, God. No, he started so well. We'll uh, come back. We need you. He uh, started so well, lads. He started so well. Uh, but we're going to, uh, you know, we're going to limp into uh, the match report. But, uh, you know, maybe we're going we're, we're to be a lot more positive this week in the match report. You know, it wasn't as bad as last weekend's four, uh, you know, four goal disgrace, unfortunately, that we suffered uh, last week. This weekend, it was only a 2-1 defeat at the hands of Bristol Rovers. And as I always do, I'll give you the Carlisle United starting lineup for the game, which featured Lewis in goal uh, with a starting lineup. Of Lewis in goal, a back four of Finn Back, Sam Lavelle, John Mellish, and Jack Armour. Uh, there was a midfield four of Neil Gibson, Vella, and Charters, and a strike partnership of Diamond and Armstrong. Lads, the formations changed. It looks to be Neil being utilised as a utilitarian role, that Makaleli role, the sort of cultured midfield, almost Pirlo hybrid role, uh, trying to sit back, be that link between the defence and the attack. And, uh, you know, it, it paid dividends. I feel like it really did. You know, we seemed better and we were more retentive on the ball. We kept the ball better and it allowed uh, Charters to go forward, Gibson and Vela to go forward. And we saw, you know, Vela score the goal on the day. Uh, is this the formation, Max, that you want to see more of going forward? Yeah, I mean, I think we did play a lot better, didn't we? So, there's obviously good signs coming out of it. Um, but, unfortunately, I don't think we've actually found our best system yet, which is obviously why we are 
where we are. So yeah, and I mean, kind of spoilers. If you look at the lineup for tonight, it's different again. So yeah, <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, I just want us to find a a, a system that we're comfortable with. Um, but yeah. I mean, we couldn't have stick, stuck with what we had, that's for sure. Yeah, um, I mean, I'll have, I'll have a little cheeky look at the, the sort of like what the formation's supposed to look like tonight. Yeah, it looks like it's it meant to be a 5 3 2. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it, you know, it might be the same. You know, you know what BBC is like on reporting this kind of stuff. Um, but I do, I do yeah. think, and we'll, you know, we can talk about it now, actually. Um, I mean, when we, we you know, we'll talk about Carlisle's first goal first, and then we'll talk about like the second goal and what I felt like, um, like could have been prevented by the second goal. Uh, you know, things actually started pretty well uh, for Carlo United for a change. Um, you know, at the end of an unsuccessful corner, the ball was whipped back in. There was a mistake made uh, by the Bristol Rovers defender who seemed to just flick it on behind him right into the path of the fantastic the new... Right into the path. <laughs> the path. The path. Right into the path of the new uh, Carlisle United signing, Vela, uh, Josh Vela, uh, scoring again for Carlisle United. Uh, lads, it's, uh, it's it's nice to see people in the right position, isn't it? Uh, Liam, it, it's it's essential for these new signings to get going. Yeah, and it's kind of weird that it's Josh Vela that's, you know, the one that's kind of been in the best form because he was the most kind of underwhelming of the signings, I think. So uh, it you know it's it's it is quite nice to see him be the one that's kind of hit the ground running, but um, but yeah, I I think it is important if there is any chance of us staying up because I feel like we were relying heavily on the, on these January recruits when we were coming into January. So yeah, yeah, it is important for them to start strong. Yeah, I mean, Paul Simpson said about the uh, the two goals that Bristol Rovers scored. He said the first one was a fair bit of quality, but the second one uh, was Carlisle United's defending. And this is what I was going to mention earlier on, but I've waited until now to mention. Um, it's been heavily rumoured that the reason Paul Huntington hasn't been playing is because, one, he was the player that refused to warm down, that we spoke about last week. Two... Um, he's he's basically just it's just just like he's got the contract appearance clause thing going on. Um, so like if he if he plays too many appearances for Carlisle, he'll trigger an extra one year extension. And because tensions were high potentially between him and Simo, um, he was sat on the bench, so he couldn't trigger that contract extension. Now tonight he's been put into the starting uh, eleven, and I would argue, lads, that that second goal would have been dealt with better if you had that kind of leader in the back line. I'm not saying that's, uh, that it had to be Huntington that was going to close the person down, but I do believe it could have been Huntington that yeah, maybe gave the instructions to get on. You what, sorry? Yeah, just kind of that better organisation, having a leader at the back. Exactly, and the captain is back. He wears the armband tonight. And I also think, lads, that, you know, it looks like we are going down. We probably should trigger Paul Huntington's one-year contract extension. Yeah, I was keeping at the bloody that. club in League Two. If we're going down, don't you want to keep Paul Huntington around? I mean, I, I, I would. Isn't he um, already here next year though? Um, no, it's, it'll it, be an extra year on top of that. Uh, I don't think so. I think it was like a, a trigger thing. Okay, I'll t- I'll take your word for it, but I, I thought the other. I mean, yeah. you know, you could say fair enough if he's already got a year next year, anyways. But I would. I'd be surprised if they would have given him that big of a deal when before the Pyatax had come in. But yeah, it's it's exactly. a weird one. I hope I, either way, I hope he's here next season. 
Well, that's yeah, it. I mean, like, so. it's, it's encouraging signs to see him put into the back lineup uh, for tonight's game against Burton. But, uh, you know, is this just another rotation? Or, or, or Max, would you, would you like to see Huntington come straight back into the side? He is the captain and see us through to the end of the season. Yeah, I would. Um, I do think we're a better side defending when, when he's in the team. And I think, you know, when he did get injured, it did sort of coincide with um, lack of stability, you know, in the in the defensive third, so you know we started the season pretty well pretty defensively. I thought we weren't conceding that many goals, and then he gets injured, and then it sort of goes out the window. So yeah, I do like him. And we'll uh, we'll see, we'll see how things progress uh, with Paul Huntington as he obviously gets himself introduced to the Carlisle United stand-up at the, at the starting lineup at the time of recording in about. What is it? Thirteen minutes. That game's going to kick yeah. off against Burton Albion. So we'll see how he yeah. gets on, and we'll be able to talk about it obviously next week on the Blue Army podcast. The uh, lads will move on, and we'll have a little listen to what the listeners had to say about the match, uh, or at least the people that follow you guys on social media that like to share their opinions. Uh, anyway, um, but yeah, uh, what, what what we got this week, gentlemen, uh, when it comes to the match reaction from the listeners? Uh, Liam, do you want to kick things off this week? I will. This segment always catches me really off guard because I'm never ready for it. But um, <laughs> but I, I've got it. Here. I've got it here for now. Um, Jimmy C. Burfield says, "Similar infamy. The playing squad is psychologically battered at the moment. Honestly, I aim to enjoy the remaining games, take them one by one. Uh, next August, though, that's my focus. The club is in a building up phase. I have faith in the process and similar." Okay. So a kind of positive one there. It's That's nice a to pretty hear positive a bit more one. positivity, yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. To sort of hit, hit that right back down. Um, Sun Raider says, I've been sure for a few weeks now we're going down. It is what it is. Still back the lads all the way. That's, that, to be fair, I, that, that's kind of a little bit positive there as well. Kind of doomsday, um, doomsday prepper positive, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> and a lot of these comments are just slating me for saying that Ben Barkley was playing. Uh, when he wasn't, so I'm, I'm just trying to skip through them once. Um, okay, here's here's a more negative, controversial one from Gary McKay. He says, not a single backbone or brain cell in that entire team. It's insulting to see how little they care about Carlisle United. I can't name a single thing we've done well this season. Only reason we've gotten any results in cause, the other team were just as bad. Uh, not because we were good. Okay, some weird spell in there, but you know he gets the point across. I mean, you know, I feel well, like well, we... Shrewsbury and Bolton, I remember as being good. Yeah, especially yeah, I Bolton. Thought so. I thought we played okay. Yeah, and and, and yeah, yeah, even my, my... In this Bristol Rovers game, I think there were positives to take from it. Yeah, my comments aren't as positive, to be fair, unfortunately. <laughs> but um, Liam, have you got any got any more comments? Uh, none that I can read out. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll jump in with a banger then. Um, absolute turd with the appropriate emoji. League <laughs> League Two next season. Fact. Loving that. Brutal. Absolute brutal. <laughs> um, that was from MC underscore Shaw underscore T one oh one. Oh, the way um, you read that, I thought it was another from one. A guy Freddy... called absolute turd. <laughs> I'm no, kind of disappointed sorry. that you've <laughs> you've crushed oh, my yeah, I shouldn't there. have said anything. But... <laughs> um, next one from Freddie Newton zero seven. Um, disgraceful! Don't trust Simo in the summer. 
don't think he'll get the right players in. Um, I don't know how much influence Simo's going to like really get over the player, sort of like bringing in. I feel like you know he'll get a final say probably, but like I don't think he's going to concern himself that much. I feel like he understands that there's going to be a new recruitment system set up sort of around him. Yeah. Um. To be fair, I think the recruit recruitment has been below par, but yeah. And again, I still think it's too early to say. Really, we're only in February, so. Um. Yeah. I'll read one more out from m.warwick849, which is, says, shocking, no direction, no drive, no clue. Well, so, yeah, your, your lot positive. have been a bit brutal, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah. you know, it's, it's, it's a true perspective. Yeah. It's a true perspective. Uh, but we know there's much improvement, as as a few people have already said. You know, more Liam's comment section than, than Max's comment section, um, obviously. And uh, because of that room for improvement, lads, is there anyone that you'd like to nominate for, for a Man of the Match award, potentially? Um, Max, is there anyone you'd like to put forward for that? Um, it's hard to kind of give one because I, did, I didn't watch the game and I didn't listen to it. So I'll just say Josh Vella for scoring. Yeah, I feel like that's a good shout. I feel like that's a good shout. And I'd also just go for Josh Miller as well for scoring. Uh, Max? Uh, me, yeah. Um... Liam. <laughs> uh, Liam, sorry. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to have to agree with you, I think. You know, bit enough, just go with the goal scorer. Yeah, yeah. But like, at least we're positive enough to give one this week. That's what I was trying to do. Yeah. This sort of like, you know, be, be more positive going into Yeah, because none game. of us would even contribute at Cambridge, did, would we? You know, it was all just like a, I refused yeah. to name <laughs> Rightfully <one>. so. <laughs> I mean, rightfully so, you know, rightfully so. And, uh, yeah, yeah, you know, and uh, you know, we don't, we don't want to, we don't want to dwell on things too much because the Burton Albion game kicks off soon and that should be the start of a new beginning. Uh, the the saviour of the season, uh, potentially, and that game's going to kick off in eight minutes. So I'm time conscious lads so we're going to dive on to the next bit which is obviously the predictions uh for the next weekends or the weekend coming sorry opponents which is of course reading at home the team we spoke about with their points deduction um it might make them spicy lads you know it might make them a bit more difficult to to, to win but obviously because we're going to be you know on the back of a victory uh after tonight over burton we're going to walk in to to the reading game at home <laughs> with a fantastic atmosphere and we're going to continue the form and we're going to this you know like i said it starts tonight so it's going to continue against Reading. It's going to be a hard-fought game. It's going to be 2-1 to Carlisle on Saturday against Reading. Uh, Liam, what are you going to go with? Um, I think there might be protests at that game because I think it's probably the first time after um, things. So I'm going to be the first person ever to predict the game is going to be postponed. Oh! Okay, <laughs> you think there's going to be like some kind of pitch invasion? Interesting. Game? Yeah. And then it's going to get called off. Right, okay. Max? Interesting. I'm going to go 2-1 as well. I had a had a weird feeling today at work that we were going to win 2-1. So obviously it's going to happen. Well, you know, your weird feelings normally come true, I'm sure. <laughs> Unfortunately, uh, well, we'll... they don't. <laughs> uh, but lads, we'll move on uh, to start playing everybody's favourite game. Guessing the player. Guessing the player, guessing the player. Let's go for it, boys. Guessing the player, guessing the player. Go guessing the player, guessing the player. 
It's my boys. That's right. It's time for everybody's favorite game. Guessing the player. It's Max versus Liam. And this week, I've got written down on my piece of paper that Liam is the home team against Max. It's a top of the table clash, I believe. Uh, Max just successfully defeated me last week. Stop it. I'm building something up here. (laughs) 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 Trying to make some atmosphere. Uh, Max, you know, you're on your way back to resurgence. You're doing pretty well. Uh, Once again, you got yourself a victory last week against myself. So how are you feeling going back into this game against Liam? Feeling good. I'm um, focused on sort of building momentum after that win um, because I was sort of starved of points for a while. So I'm hoping to bounce back a bit. Now, Liam, you've been top of the league in previous seasons. You've been top of the league before this season, probably. And, uh, you know, it, it's it's time for you <laughs> uh, to, to really prove you've got some metal and you've got some steel to stay at the top uh, because, you know, it, it's difficult to stay at the top. So how do you feel going into this game with all eyes on you? Um, a little bit surprised because, not going to lie, I, I kind of thought I was the clue guide. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah. <laughs> Quietly confident. I hope the player you've got is the, also the player I was just researching about. <laughs> oh, you've got one in the bank anyway. Everyone got one in the like, bank for next time. Yeah, you've got one in the bank for next time. I wonder if I just surprised one of you and was like, "You're doing guessing the player," like just on the show. Well, I just <laughs> forgot whose turn it was, and I was like, "Oh god, I think it might be mine." <laughs> just... <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure I just pick up random. Who's <laughs> got enough time to make a guessing the player? Probably this person's got enough time to do a guessing the player today. <laughs> Uh, but no, lads, it's me and the clue guides. And like I've already said, Liam, you're the home team. Max, you're the away team. So, Liam, you're going first. And the first clue is this player had one loan spell before... Uh, uh, this player had one loan spell with Carlisle United before he signed a permanent contract with Carlisle United in 2009. Oh, Christ. Um, uh, I can't really remember that era. So I'm just going to have to say... Um, is it? Oh, there's two names in my head. Joey Garner. It's not Joey Garner, I'm afraid. Unlucky. It's a good oh, guess, though. That's what I was gonna say. It's a good guess, and uh, Max, you'll be floundering then because that's what you were gonna say. Have you got another idea? Yeah, I have. Um, Francois Zoko. Francois Zoko. And it's not Francois Zoko, I'm afraid, Max. Unlucky, unlucky. We'll move on to the second one. It's difficult this week, lads, I'll be honest. It's difficult. I don't know why I chose this player. Um, but uh, here we go with the next second clue. Is that this player has played for both Bristol City and Bristol Rovers. That doesn't help at all. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm just going to go with my other answer. I don't think it... In fact, I know it's not right. Uh, is it... Who was I going to say Oh god, okay, right, that's gone. <laughs> um Michael Bridges, maybe. It's not Michael Bridges, I'm afraid. It's not Michael Bridges. You know, he he did he did come in on loan, but it was after he signed his uh, his permanent ah, contract yeah. with Carlisle United. Okay. Uh it was on a second spell with Carlisle United. Max, it's time for you to have a guess. So, you know, he played for both Bristol Rovers and Bristol City, signed for Carlisle United permanently in 2009 after being on loan. Um, I'm going to go with John Paul McGovern. J.P. McGovern, the man, the myth, the legend. 
It's not, I'm afraid. It's not JP McGovern. Oh. It's not. Uh, lads, like I said, it is difficult. And we're going to move on to the last one. There's one point available here left in the game. Uh, Liam, it's your turn. It's, uh, this player scored 18 goals in 73 games for Carlisle United. I honestly have no idea. Um, 2009 players. Um, is it... The only the only one I had was Joe Garner. I I was banking on it being Joe Garner there because <laughs> uh, <laughs> he's the only one I can remember that alone. Um, oh Jesus. Um, I'm, I just hope Max doesn't get it to be honest because I'm kind of happy with a draw coming out of this. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay, 2009. Let me think about this. Who's who's that guy? I'm, I've got a face in my head, but I don't have a name for him. Mm. Um, no, but even then, I don't think he'd still be playing. Would he? If he was in 2009 uh, I'm just going to have to what was he called, what was he called? And, and I know exactly who, and, I, and I'll, I'll know when I hear it as well it's um, I have no idea I'm just going to say something that's wrong uh, Danny Granger it's not Danny, Danny, no it's not you knew it wasn't Danny Granger <laughs> though you knew it wasn't Danny Granger uh, Max have you got a guess um. Yeah, I don't think it's right, but I'm going to say Glenn Murray. Glenn Murray. It's not a bad shout, but it's wrong, I'm afraid, lads. It's been a difficult one this week, and it's my Ooh. fault. I do apologise. The right answer was Joe Aniensa. That's right. Never heard of him. Never heard of Joe Aniensa. <laughs> 18 goals in 73 appearances. He's not slouch, is he? You know, he's, he's That's not all, bad. Right? It's not pretty... bad, but I was... Five, he played. So, he played you know. with. Uh, he played up front with Vincent Pericard. I don't know who he is either, to be honest. You don't know Vincent. He played for Juventus and Carlisle United. Man, come on, Vincent Pericard. Two thousand nine. He scored the scorpion kick. <laughs> the scorpion kick. You know the scorpion. The legendary scorpion kick. The best goal the Waterworks has ever seen. Well, apart from Jimmy Glass, obviously. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say Jimmy Glasses. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> unbelievable unbelievable lads well I feel like we've finished in good time gentlemen it's quarter to eight which means it's time for yeah, Carl United versus Burton Albion uh, to kick off and uh, it's also time for us all to, to say goodbye really because uh, there isn't really anything else left to do apart from saying bye for now bye, bye for now, now. days are great but there's nothing quite like playing at home the same goes for mcdonald's maximize your home ground advantage with mcdelivery order now on the mcdonald's app at participating restaurants 18 plus serving times delivery fee and terms apply see mcdonald's.com 
And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver-assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.